1: Gil, when you want to listen to the No Chil podcast, where do you go? Himalaya. There it is. Download the Himalaya app for exclusive first access. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love like ours and some future favorites. If you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has your back. Discover personally curated playlist and show your favorite podcasters like, like us. us love with Himalaya's tip jar. It's free, it's the easiest to use, and they're adding cool new features every single day. So go to the App Store, download Himalaya, we'll spell it for you even, H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A. And don't forget to follow the No Chill Podcast when you're there. Of course. Of course. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we explore a theory of Gilbert's about point guards. We look back at the championship teams since Michael Jordan's Bulls won their first in 1991 that's after Magic and after Isaiah. As Gil points out, the point guards on these teams were not the top assist guys. Across the board, they were expected to bring the ball up the floor, defend their position, and hit spot-up shots. Sure there have been star point guards that have won rings from Jason Kidd and Gary Payton to Chauncey Billups and Tony Parker. But at those points in their respective careers, they were not expected to create shots for teammates they were facilitating. It's a hell of a theory, and Agent Zero digs in on this one, so let's get into it and run back through some NBA history. It's a No Chill podcast. As always, you can get us early exclusively on the Himalaya app. You can find us wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to watch on the No Chill channel on YouTube. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to make you a GM of a team. Okay. Imagine that.
0: The G- <laughs> that's not, not far fetched.
1: Okay. That, I would love to see that <laughs> that's not someday, far-fetched. actually. That's not uh, you would turn the NBA on its head <laughs> in a lot of ways. So you have the first pick. What type of player would you draft?
0: I mean, it depends on what I'm looking for. But if you're talking about in this year's draft, um, Probably just a natural score, you know, I mean, just a natural guy who can get his own bucket, you know.
1: For what reason? What are you thinking long-term? That he can create his own basket. You know,
0: it's, I mean, you can find role players, you know, everywhere, you know, but a guy who can generate, you know, offense, you know, in a half court without, you know, you know, there's no black and, you know, there's no black and white calls, you know, you just, hey. Break the offense, do what you need One to do. One-four flat. Yeah, just whatever. But, so you need a guy who can just
1: create his own. So out of this year's group, obviously Zion, everyone's in love with Zion. Mm-hmm. The dunks, the explosiveness, freak athleticism. But really what we've seen lately in the tournament, and if you follow college basketball season, two guys, John Morant, Murray State, and Zion's teammate, R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. So guys that, like you said, like you'd be looking for, can create their own shot. Also, Jai averages ten assists a game. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's creating for others. Uh, RJ, you know, obviously with that high high-powered team at Duke, four assists a game, not as many assists. But mm-hmm. um, out of those two, what, who do you like better? Out of
0: those two, like if I was drafting for my team, I would look at who has the biggest upside. So you know, you got one guy that's six three, create his own shot, averages ten assists, um, and then you got a guy who's six seven who can go from the one and the two. So, you know, out of one player, I get two. And because I've done a theory on point guards, you know, point guards who look to pass, that they are they can't win championships. So I will go with RJ You can't Barrett. win championships if you look to pass. Why is that? Because th- my theory is if you're doing your job correctly, like you're making your teammates better, you're you're getting shots for other people. That means they're actually not that good because they can't create their own shots. So I said this once and everyone's like, ah, that's you, you're, you're bullshit, you're blah blah blah. You know, because I think Magic Johnson, I think the idea of what magic was confused a lot of people. It's like, we need a pure point, someone who conditioned that, but they didn't tell you that he was a small forward. And they had two guards that played with him, right? Magic magic
1: was magic, one and only.
0: But that, but he was a small forward. I mean, he was a he was a a point forward,
1: six nine. Yeah, he was a point
0: forward. But you also had two guards there. Like when he first came in the league, he had Norm Nixon, Mm -hmm. who averaged nine ten assists. Also, they got rid of Norm and realized we don't need two people doing the same thing. So if you take Magic Johnson out, you know, and you you do the list. Which I did to mm-hmm. come up with my theory. You realize, pure points guys who look to make people better don't win championships.
1: How, for, how far back did
0: you go? I went the last twenty-eight years. Okay, twenty-eight championships, basically. You know, I started. I started it at the last twenty-six championships and Jordan. It's evolved, right? Jordan, yeah, from, yeah. From so Jordan. because
1: Jordan, I mean, that, that's the other thing that you, I think he showed in that era. It was like you need a big man in championship teams don't have a that don't have a center it one, wasn't
0: right? necessarily big man it was necessarily a go-to guy you got to remember magic is the one who who brung in the ideal of pure point bob mm-hmm. Cousy and them they remember they had people to defer to so mm-hmm. you didn't really you know but today's game the last 28 years your pure point is basically irrelevant if you're trying to win a championship, man, now
1: you got me thinking. Uh, 28 years. I mean, so, so names like John Stockton come to mind, uh, well, Gary Payton, who did win one in Miami, but like, oh, Chauncey
0: Billups. Yeah, okay, so somebody like Chauncey, he's considered a pure point, right? The best player on the team. Like, there's factors. You got to remember, if your point guard is averaging 10, 11, 12, 12 assists, you know, that means he's actually the best player on the team. So with Chauncey Billups, you got a guy, he only averaged, what, five assists. He wasn't a high, you know, you had other players who created their own shots. You had Rip Hamilton, who can score on his own. Tayshaun Prince, who can score on his own. Then you had Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, who can score on his own. So Chauncey Billups wasn't really sitting there trying to get these guys open looks. They're just, we're in the offense, we pass it, everyone scores. I'll take the big shots at the
1: end. I was going to say, for Chauncey, though, that's where he sort of compensated for that that shot creation for other players was he was a shot maker. Yeah, he was
0: just a shot maker. He was just a scorer in that offense, and because he played the point, you know, like I said, he averaged five. Someone's got to bring the ball up. He averaged five point seven assists. That's not considered a point guard, a pure point. Mm-hmm. There's only three pure point guards that won championships
1: in the past twenty eight years. Okay. Yeah. So you're Pay gonna. Ha- with him.
0: Okay, you're gonna have the first one was basically Avery Johnson. Okay. Short season, fifty games. He had David Robinson, double-double, and Tim Duncan, double-double that year. You know, he averaged 7.4 assists a game. He's considered a pure point, but obviously he's not even the fourth best player on
1: that team. But Yeah, at that time, the other guy they had, Sean, Sean Elliott. Elliott. Yeah. yeah,
0: so, you know, you don't have a guy who's actually controlling your team. He's just the point at that point. Um, second was you have Jason Kidd. Okay. So Jason Kidd has the highest for point guard at 8.2. Well, I mean, consider who Jason Kidd was at that moment in time. Right, 2011,
1: Jason Kidd was different than the one... Before. Dallas, the first go-around, or Jersey, Jason Kidd. Yeah, so you have a guy who's on
0: the the end of his legs, who's only playing 33 minutes, who averages 8.2 assists. But when the playoff time came, Terry and uh, J.J. Barrera Mm -hmm. are the ones who carried that team into a championship. But... If you go by the theory, he is the second point guard, which he wasn't close to the best player or the second or the third best player on that team. You know, so he is not dominating like a pure point would if they were, say, say Chris Paul or John Stockton or um, uh, Steve, Steve Nash. Nash yeah. You know, then your third point guard would be pure, who's passed first. You you'll say Rondo. Definitely, yeah. Ryan, he had to, With those three vets, he had to pass remember. first. But Rondo averaged five assists. Mm-hmm. He, wasn't, he wasn't the Rondo we all know now. Mm-hmm. You remember, that was the second year Rondo. They didn't want him. They didn't think, with him being a point guard, that they can carry this team into a championship. is the whole, the whole reason that he actually doesn't like half the players now. I remember
1: the expectations for Rondo and also a guy like Mario Chalmers was kind of like, you're going to defer to these superstars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was this big three era. Um Spring the ball to the court. Yeah, you and know, and that's basically
0: what he did. He averaged five assists. He didn't turn into Rondo that we fell in love with until that whole team got hurt, and him and um, him and Rose hit that playoff series where there was basically double double triple double. That's when Rondo became Rondo, and that following year we seen
1: Rondo. You know, funny thing is though, back to this theory was when they broke up the big three in Boston, Rondo was still there, mm-hmm. and they you would think, would have built that team around Rondo. Yeah, but
0: you're building a team around a guy who's... That's what I said. If he's the best player on a team, that means your team is not good. Right. And that's, that's, what that's, what, that's what my numbers say, that you build this team. You go from Tony Parker, you know, you got 6.1. You know, obviously, you know, you, you got Tim Duncan down there. You got a big man. So, you know, if you have a dominant big man, your point guard is not really getting a lot of assists. So, mm-hmm. you know, when, you know... Players like Shaq. You know, so if you have a dominant guy on your team and he's not the point, then your point guard is not playing point guard. Like you got your Derek Fishers, sit in the corner, shoot the threes, Mario
1: Chalmers. Play defense, Ron Harper. Play some defense. I was gonna say, who really started that though? <laughs> huh? The triangle with the Bulls. The
0: Bulls. I mean, the Bulls yeah. showed you that you didn't really need a guy bringing up the ball. You know, trying to make everyone better. You, you know?
1: needed talent at the two and the three. Two, three, four, five. Four. You need dominant players. Oh, the Bulls you, didn't really. But guess what? If your
0: if your point guard is the dominant player, mm-hmm. but he's a passer, averaging 10, ten, fifteen, your team is not winning. It, it, it's not possible because you don't have a dominant guy. That he has to pass the ball to because he's creating every play, you know. Even with somebody like uh, Jason Williams, you know, a pass
1: heat Jason Williams. Yeah,
0: heat Jason Williams. You know, you know, white chocolate. Well, it's Dwayne Wade and Shaquille Mm -hmm. O'Neal time. You know, Mm -hmm. so you're really just like Gary Payton at that point. Just play defense,
1: spot up, and we'll get you when we get you. There's no really, you're not controlling this basketball. It's hard to do that with a young guy though to tell them just spot up and play defense because. Like, we're talking back to John Moran and, and RJ Barrett. We want to see them before. It's because I'm thinking of Lonzo. Yeah, like, Wouldn't like, that be what Lonzo should be? Yeah,
0: like be? Lonzo. Like, got to remember, the more assists Lonzo creates for others, the worse the team really is, in theory, um, of talent. Because you want him to take over. Because if he's taking over, got to remember, if he's doing his job, if he's doing his job, that means he's getting players Open looks, just free baskets, free baskets. That means not one of those guys can create their own free basket because somebody like Chris Paul now with James Harden, how many assists does Chris Paul give to James Harden? How many assists of Chris Paul's come from James Harden? None. 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 So the two guard doesn't actually need you. That scoring guy doesn't need a point guard. Just give me the ball. So what
1: is Chris Paul's role in Houston in your mind? Back to GM. You guilt.
0: can't take away what Chris Paul is. He's a creator. You know, you want the ball in his hands. But at the end of the day, if you go by the, if you go by what the stats say, what the theory says, that as long as he's doing his job, your team has no chance. So, in theory, you had a better chance winning the championship with someone like Patrick Beverly because he's going to hit the corner shot. He's not. He's not touching the ball really. He's playing defense. That's mostly. That's mostly all these guys. Ron Harper. Uh, you know, you got John Paxson, B.J. Armstrong, D- uh, Derek Fisher, Shaw. I mean, that's what these guys were. Mario Chalmers, And then you're going to have someone like Steph where his first championship. I was
1: getting to that. Oh, oh his he's, first he's pretty, championship,
0: you know, he averages 7.7. 7. He's pretty elite, though.
1: But, but what- you know,
0: but with him, is his primary is scoring. Mm-hmm. And because of the team they had, it's easier for him to get assists just by just playing basketball. You know, the the second – two championships, he averaging six and six, Draymond's averaging seven and seven. You know, so it, you know, like after the first one, you know, you, you beat the odds because of your team, you you have, you had good, you had good teammates. You know, you had Clay, you had Draymond, you had great role players. Your bench was amazing that year. The second year you get you get KD so now you have guys who can create their own shots. So now you're just playing basketball. You become more of a scorer. Draymond becomes more of the, the, the passer. So if you look at most of these assist guys, like he, uh, you got Kenny Smith and all that, the person who led the team in assists is like Robert Horry. You know, gotta remember at three assists, someone's someone else is passing this ball besides the point guard. You know you're gonna have. And,
1: and I think that's it. Ball movement. When you look at these great teams, championship winning teams, they were unselfish and they moved the ball around. So they don't need a one guy to just no one guy move moved, up for everyone. One guy quarterback back there. We got
0: to remember the main guy who has the ball, whose his first option is scoring, is usually going to have assists. But here, you know, you got some. You're going to have Ron Harper. You know, um, I mean, not Ron Harper, but uh, like uh, Robert Horry. Uh, the Bulls, you're going to have probably Scottie Pippen.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but how this uh, past 28 years has evolved to what we are now with a super team
0: what is a super team the warriors yeah i mean they're just playing you so but you playing, have, yeah, right. but they you got you guys remember ball. you have you have three guys on that team that are mega stars right so you got three guys who can create their own shots you don't need a point guard so none of them needs to play point guard cuz you
1: know they're going to play unselfishly. they're going to just share being with each just other. i got i can all create
0: i got three stars with me i pass I can just throw the ball in the air. One of them is going to hit a shot. You Mm -hmm. know, so it's like, but when you think about Klay Thompson, uh, KD, Curry, you're talking about the three best shooters probably in basketball, top five in history, Mm -hmm. and there's only seven and six assists out of two players. I mean, you know, if Alonzo Ball went there, you would assume that the motherfucker would probably average twenty assists with those three right. guys on his team, <laughs> you know. So you know they're just ball movement is just being open gets them that assist. But that's more Draymond Green's roles. He's more of the point forward on this team, and the rest of the guys are just scoring machines.
1: And you know he's not going to shoot. Yeah, p- pretty much.
0: Yeah, that's Every what I'm saying. So, so he one sacrifices. Up but... And don't
1: forget the big man they got can score too.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Your point guard is not dictating this game. Mm-hmm. Your point guard, your pure point, your. In, in today's game, you're Chris Pauls, you're John Walls. Um, I mean, you're Rondos. You're, you're, there aren't as
1: many in today's
0: game. I mean, you still – I mean, any guy – you're Russell Westbrook. You got to remember, if 8.2 is the leader
1: – He's his own category. But I'm
0: just saying, if 8.2 assists is the top dog, then the higher you get an assist chart as a guard, the less likely you're gonna win a championship. So you can if you was a gambling man. Yeah, but
1: how do you what if you
0: average a triple-double? What is that triple? If you're averaging a triple-double, that means your team is not that good. If you're averaging 10 assists, the rest of the players aren't that good. You gotta remember, you can't average 10 assists. With someone that's dominant, like there's a dominant force. Like if you have Kobe on your team, you're not averaging 10 assists with Kobe on your team. You're not averaging 10 assists with Michael Jordan on your team, or Tim Duncan, or Shaq,
1: or LeBron.
0: You're you're just not. That's just because
1: those guys will create for themselves. Give
0: me the ball, move out of the way. Let me do. Let me be dominant. Mm-hmm. If I if I get doubled or tripled, and I gotta pass it, I will. You know, Hakeem. You know, you you can't have. You can't be sitting there doing pick and roll and Steve Nash in it. It doesn't work. You get Steve Nash like when Steve Nash came here right even though his back was hurting at some point he was no different when it came to the game he was no different than Steve Blake you were actually better off with Steve Blake because that's what sit the, in the corner that's what the reality yeah, was sit in the corner sit, shoot the three I don't need you to sit there and do pick and roll Kobe's Kobe's waiting like you, you're sitting there doing a the pick and roll with Paul Gasol but um, Dwight Howard's sitting on that block you know like like, and the theory showed that year he didn't make MVP, MVP. You don't make the all-star game the following year because you bring in Shaq. Now he's sitting on that block, and he just wants the ball. So your whole number's shut down because of just one player, a dominant player. Shaq comes down there and say, hey, come on, give me the ball. Now, your assist goes lower because he needs the ball in the post. Your pick and roll doesn't really work because he's sitting on the block. He doesn't make the all-star that year. Shaq leaves. Boom. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash is back to who he was. You know, so that's what I said. What makes these guys great is what stops them from winning and having a chance to win a championship.
1: And thinking about Chris Paul with going to Houston, I'm sure he knew that. He's playing with a ball-dominant player now. Because coming from Blake and DeAndre, he was creating for them, Lob City, all that, you know. And going to to Houston with James, his numbers were going to tail off. But
0: they didn't. He still averages 10 assists, 9 assists. Because you got to remember, if you take Chris Paul and – Harden out of the way. Can that team really function and score points?
1: I would say no. I mean, you have Gordon without yeah you got without Harden
0: you got Aaron Gordon who can score. You know he can create his own shot, but you know at the end of the day, you know we all know he's going to shoot a jumper. You know, so he's going to take one two dribble, shoot that jumper. Um, PJ Tucker, he's a corner guy. JR Green, JR Green he's going to just do do floating threes, you know, catch and shoot floating threes. He's never going to use his athleticism to get to the basket. So, he's irrelevant. You got Capella who needs he can't post up. So, you can't just throw him the ball and say and just, say, and and just yeah. say get the ball like I can't pass you and say get buckets for me. So, you got most of your team only function because you have passing guys. Now, if you take these passing guys out and say, "You know what? Let the rest of the team beat us." You can't
1: no, that's a major drop-off. But, 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 but that's but that's why. But that's why if
0: your if your best player is soaking up all these assists, making these guys look good, your team is really not that talented. You know, you're just not. You're 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 so, you're so far behind. But no one's gonna know this until now.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: no that's one's exactly gonna really think about it until now. So you know, when they say Chauncey Billups, you're like five point one. That's it. 5, 5.1 assists. <laughs> you know, Rondo five, five
1: also. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't Rondo yet. Do you, know what, do you know what the hockey assist is? Uh-huh. So I think that has become more of a comment. It's not really a trackable stat, but a, a player that will set up a, another player doesn't set up a play.
0: Yeah, but, that's, but, but that comes from a dominant player passing the ball around and getting an shot. Movement. But that
1: becomes because of star player. You cannot not win without dominant players. And you think of those, to me, what comes to mind are those San Antonio teams. That moved the ball so well. So you had guys like Parker, Ginobili, mm-hmm. Duncan, uh, the Pistons too. Yeah. So could, because you knew Ben Wallace wasn't gonna shoot. Yeah. You know, you but that's wanted- what I'm saying.
0: But you 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 yeah. had you had your dominant players at certain times in the game. But that's what it was. You didn't have one guy trying to create every opportunity for everyone.
1: Because what is that? You're making the right basketball play. Which one? To make the to make the extra pass to be unselfish. No,
0: we got to remember a point. A pure point. Their job is to create. Ba- basketball players just play basketball. Sure. So, I can look you can basically look at a you can look at the starting five and look at a team and you can basically just fast forward who's going to be in a championship. Even if you took even if even if you took let's say um, Warriors out. You can just look at stats and say, "All right, by individual, like everybody be like Houston like no, they're, they're, they're. well I
1: got one for you. But before mm-hmm. we leave Houston, Chris Paul in the last four seasons in L.A. ten point seven, ten point two, ten, and nine point two. Yeah, and and, and I can so tell you then that going to Houston, but I his can numbers tell you did drop off 49. slightly. Well, seven point nine hurt, eight point two hurt, 58 games, 52 fifty eight games, fifty two games.
0: but I can tell you, look, ten point, ten point, ten point, ten point, ten point. He was creating for creating his team. One. Right. That this is because Blake Griffin don't know how to play in the post. Yeah, so Blake because Blake Yonder, Griffin sure. don't know how to so play in so the post. Houston seven point nine eight point mm-hmm, two James.
1: He, uh, but I got a guy for you. Kyrie needs to Ky- Kyrie averaged four point seven assists when he won the championship. I'm talking about this Boston version of Kyrie. Did they are they getting what they expected out of him? No. What do you want to see him do?
0: Uh, but you know what I can't say no they're not getting what they expected. They're not getting what I expected Kyrie was going to do. You know, you know, like the year I uh IT had there, that's what I thought Kyrie was because that's Kyrie's talent. You know, but when you break down, you know, Kyrie's ability his ability is last 5 minutes. He is a He is a juggernaut guy. He's a creator. He's a last five-minute guy. And, like, he knows how to create offense from zero in small spaces. So, if you're like LeBron, you need him. If you're um, Anthony Davis, you need him. Um, If you're any big man who can't shoot a free throw but you're dominant, that's the type of guard you need to get you through the fourth quarter so they can't foul on you. Um his problem to me is that his whole game is a highlight reel. He doesn't like he doesn't score easy. Nothing's just simple. Nothing nothing is just like like a Dame Leonard. You just can't just just go score. Like you don't need to sit here and bop him and bop him and sit here and do like you do too much just to score 23 points. Like that that's that's it like you average 25 with lebron you average in 23 and you're the number one guy like you you're And when you break down the game and you try to figure out why it's because everything he does is level 10 offense
1: so how does he simplify he's 26 years old how does he simplify that and still be be I effective i don't i don't know
0: <laughs> that's i don't a good know and, and, but that's why when you look at somebody like dame and kimba and all these guys and they're like, who's better? It dep- depends. It, it, it all depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for someone that's going to put the oohs and the ahs in the seats, you're going to go with Kyrie. Kyrie. But if you're going to go someone who's just going to get it done, you're going to go with Dame, Dame. And, and Kimba. You know, like if you, you can look at, you know, what these guys do. So it's like it's just one of those things is you cannot not pick Kyrie because what he possesses in the fourth quarter. But you're only going to get that elite in the fourth quarter, and that's the frustrating part because it's like, ah, you're, like, you're supposed to be like Iverson. You can, you can, score, a, you can score 50 all you want because no one can technically stop you. You really stop yourself because most of the time you're just dribbling around trying to do up and unders and fade away. Like you, you just don't go in, make a layup, go in, hit a jumper, like one-two dribble. Like you, don't, you don't have no simple part of scoring in your game.
1: Well, his numbers, his assist numbers, are up this mm-hmm. year. So I would say, like, instead of focusing on simplifying his scoring, he should focus on facilitating. And that's when just you ha- have all that talent around you: Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward. You have Horford. You have other guys that can score. He shouldn't have to just take over every time. But that's the problem. He can. That's, that's the problem.
0: Yeah, he can pass the ball. But do you really want him passing the ball? That that is not, that is not his specialty. I don't give a shit. If he averages 10 assists, I will still boo him. That is not your specialty. Why are you wasting your time doing that? Be aggressive. Do you? Because you doing you gets everybody involved anyway. You know what I mean? You, You know, you just you put your block like Tatum is gonna get his own. He's gonna, he knows how to score. You know, you got um, Terry knows how to score. Everybody else fits in. You got Gordon who knows how to score. So you don't need to sit here and try to create shots for these guys. They know how to, they know how to get it done. You just got to simplify your game to just score. Just go get a bucket. You don't need to sit here and wait for the oohs and the ahs. And the ch- like, that's, that, that's getting you 23 points a game. When your talent says you're
1: 30-32 easily. And what, we're, what we're getting to is championships here, and like mm-hmm. that's what we want them to to learn.
0: Uh, uh, no, like if at seven point was he averaging seven point seven? This year, seven point one. Seven point one. I mean, he's on a teeter. Career I'm, high. I don't care about that. I'm just saying. It, I mean, that doesn't doesn't do anything for me when you're talking about winning championships. Like he's on a teeter at seven point one. I mean, because because he's actually a scorer. So when it comes to when it comes to the championship, that 7.1 goes out of the window and Kyrie takes over. So he has, he has a better chance than someone like a John Wall or a Chris Paul to actually win a championship or a Westbrook. No matter how talented these guys are, the, the higher you go up, it says, it says your team is not that good.
1: So for all the Boston fans panicking uh, or unhappy with things so far this season, you're saying wait till the playoffs and we'll see the real Kyrie. Yeah, I mean, go to, go, to, go to Philly. You got two guards here, but your
0: point guard is ben, you know, Simmons. ben Simmons. You know, so that doesn't you know your point your your actual point guard is JJ Reddick. So he doesn't touch the ball; just shoot threes and shooting. Special. <laughs> you know, so so I would put Philly there now. Go to Milwaukee Bucks. Now their point guard is Eric Bledsoe, mm-hmm. but Bledsoe only averages five assists. Their best player, Greek, who always has the ball, mm-hmm. averages six. So in theory you would say this team has a chance. Like so if you look if you started the season off and you looked at the board and you said all right, let me see who was good last year, you would have Philly, you have Milwaukee and you have, you know, Boston up there, go to Toronto. We're
1: going right through the Eastern Conference.
0: Mm-hmm. Now with Kyle, you got 8.8, right? Mm-hmm. So what does this say that you and you're the second best player on the team. So if you're the second best player on the team and you're averaging eight assists, says that outside of Kawhi Leonard, everyone else can't really create their own shots. So the big man, you got to create that shot for him. You got to create a shot for Danny, Serge Ibaka. So now you got three players on the team that has to get the ball from you to be effective. So the chances of them making it to the championship goes down in my book. Because, yeah, you have a dominant player. You can tell, okay, Kawhi doesn't, you got to remember, Kawhi doesn't need Kyle because I, I don't. Kyle I, helps. Not really. You get the ball to Kawhi, Kawhi's going to do the thing. Kawhi you keep can, subtracting
1: players, but Kawhi, when you subtract the player, Ka- you got to add
0: Kawhi can play point guard. You can get the ball to Kawhi. He's going to do the pick and roll and figure that out. He did it in San Antonio, right? So now you got, you got basically one and a half players. Mm-hmm. that can actually do their own thing. You got, you still got the rest of the team. So when that team goes against Philly, that team goes against Boston, you don't really have a chance when it comes to star power because if Kyle Lowry is cut out of the equation, the rest of the team is cut out of the equation. If you say, Kyle Lowry, you know what? I'm going to make Kyle score 30 tonight. He That means... Four, pl- five, four players on the team is done. You know, and and that's the problem. Like his eight assists is jeopardizing. Like he should be, he should be anywhere from on this team 20, 20 and five, twenty and six. Mm-hmm. That should be his role.
1: I say, like or, or that tells you they need like he was story.
0: when he was when he was with DeRozan. Mm-hmm. That that's that's who that's who that Toronto, was the better combination. That's for the better those two. No, You're I mean, I think I think, like I, think I think Kyle is at the point where he feels he needs to step up more than like a point guard, and I think that that's the problem. That everyone has this fake, fake theory that point you need a point guard to run your team. No, you don't. Like Greek the freak is showing you right now. There's no point. Like he has the ball. Just give me the ball, and everyone move by. Like, but with that team. They don't have enough star power to compete when, when it really counts. Like, you know, they're not, they're going to they're gonna get knocked off. Because if you shut Greek down, no one else on that team can actually put a bucket in there. Chris Middleton? How? Shooting. Oh, someone has to pass on the ball. Got it. You Again. got
1: Bledsoe. <laughs> Again, you got someone who no, has to pass I'm, the I'm, we're, we're learning your theory. Uh, and, and, you know, you got to look at it from all angles. And speaking of learning, we got to take a break. We got to talk about Chegg. What is Chegg? Well, as a student in today's world, you're used to being told to do things your own way. They said, you'll need this textbook. You said, I'll find it cheaper. They gave you strict class times. You said, I'll make my own course hours. They said, we can't help you financially. You said, I'll earn it elsewhere. They play by yesterday's rules. You're today's student. Search for scholarships, get 24-7, study help, and rent textbooks for a fraction of the cost of your bookstore, all in one big education, redefining student hub. That's Chegg. Chegg is a leader in online study assistance. Whether you need textbook solutions or expert Q&A, there's no better tool to help you ace your class than Chegg. That would have that would have been handy. For That'd us have been class. handy if I wouldn't. If I went Man, to class. I feel like kids have. If have <laughs> <way now. laughs> well, it starts starts with going close. well. Hey, you make your own, make your own way. <laughs> take, take, <laughs> take uh, today's student. They have everything uh, you uh, you need at Chegg to make the most of any study session or breeze through even the toughest of homework problems. Study at home or on your desktop or anywhere on the go with the Chegg Study mobile app. You can also save some money getting online study assistance. Should never break the bank. Get more for your money with Chegg Study. So there you go. You could have saved money. Yeah, wow. I know I could have. You know, uh, you were, you're Cause in book,
0: different because books was expensive. Yeah, so like, so why I, would I go to. I class? felt I gotta... that once I got my books, if I don't open it, it's not used. I can turn it back brand new.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can. That's <laughs> one way to think. We're not rec- recommending that. Yeah, uh, you. You. You, uh, you want to go to Chegg. Subscriptions are affordably priced and can be canceled anytime. Tap into Chegg's massive library of step-by-step textbook solutions. Chegg's searchable database of over 24 million solutions and expert answers cover subjects as diverse as accounting, biology, calculus, and even mechanical engineering. Hmm. I-, I didn't study any of those subjects. I don't know about you. Yeah, but those, those we can tell. Very fair, <laughs> We're here. (laughs) Stay in your lane. If you're studying for midterms or getting prepped for a final exam or even have difficult homework problems, you can master your class with the Chegg Study app. Learn how to solve your toughest problems with step-by-step textbook solutions, video walkthroughs, and practice sets. If you need help with some tough problems right away, simply use the Chegg Study app. To snap a quick picture of the problems not covered in your textbook and submit them instantly to Chegg's experts, get a response back in as little as two hours. Just like that, anytime, anywhere. So guess what? If you're a fan of the No Chill podcast, we're going to help you out. All right. So go to chegg.com/slash No Chill. Get five dollars off your first month subscription. That's chegg.com/slash No Use that promo code No Chill. Remember, it's C H E G G. way to offer spelling on this podcast uh save and get smarter you're gonna learn you're gonna be you're gonna ace in the classroom and learn about basketball here yes the not show podcast and check so if it's not assist it's what what we're getting at scoring okay
0: i mean you we just happen to have curry clay thompson uh and katie. the rest of that team and katie now yeah that 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 doesn't happen Three guys that can play in and out that can shoot. But if you had three players on a team that was just strictly clay, it wouldn't be so successful because those guys like Clay, like if you take the other two off the table, you gotta remember, they have to try to run plays to get clay open. You gotta remember this ain't the day of Reggie Miller anymore. This ain't the day of uh what, what are the Craig Hodges and guys that we're sitting here doing down picks and all you can do is shoot a jumper? Now, you got to be able to put the ball on the ground. You got to be able to create your own shot. You got to be able to play one on one. So, yeah, it happens that your best player can actually knock down threes, but that's.
1: But that's the day all, of the specialist isn't around. No, the
0: day of you know players like uh, Cal Corver, um, JJ Reddick, I mean, as being stars. Mm. They're a dying breed. They're not a dying breed. They're therefore they're for, they're for certain type of players. Like Greg the Freak will have to surround himself with players like that. Where LeBron, LeBron, LeBron sits with you know just special just specialists. You know um, who else? I mean Ben Simmons and. You know Ben Simmons. You know you have to keep a JJ JJ ready. You 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 gotta gotta you gotta figure out if you have a dominant player that's inside. You gotta figure out how to open that space, and that's when specialty players. And that's come the in. thing
1: for Philly. They're not relying on Ben to be a shooter, because they put guys around him mm-hmm. like Tobias Harris, yeah. like you said with JJ or Jimmy. Like those guys can score for him. So that's the same is- thing.
0: With, we gotta remember that's the same thing with LeBron. When you know LeBron was you know the players around him were the specialty shooters.
1: Yeah, he made
0: three pointers, but. He's getting to the basket, and the only reason he can get to the basket is because the lane is open up. Because you got all these special Dame Jones, you got James Jones sitting there, you got Booby Gibson, you got you know you got Damon Jones, you got you got all these Ray Allen. You know you got think about that team. You got Ray Allen, you had Charmers, you had um, Mike Miller. I mean, also uh, Dame Jones Mm -hmm. (laughs) like James Jones. Mm -hmm. Like you got your specialties guys. So when he decides to drive, you're sitting there like. I don't know if I'm going to leave right now that's the same thing that made Steve Nash amazing you know you yeah you have Stoudemire but the rest of your team is all pure shooters you had four players in the top 10 with percentage you can't do anything with that team you know so did they at a three just sitting there chucking threes
1: yes but do you think your bigs have to be able to knock down threes come again your bigs like stretch fours when well, you're building your team, GM Gilbert Arenas, are you looking for a stretch four?
0: I would love a stretch four if I have a back to the basket five, like like Anthony Davis and and Cousins. I I don't know how Pelic I don't know how Pelicans let Cousins go. That like <laughs> I, I I I I bet if I said this theory before because. You you had Drew Holiday. You didn't need Rondo. You bring in two more you, you bring in another shooter and another scorer. You have a team. Because you got two big dominant players. You got you got your go to guy in Holiday, and then you have a defensive player and someone who can open the floor up more. You have a team. Like that's what <laughs> like I don't I don't know who the GM is, but I'm pretty sure it was he, Del Demps. At but I'm time. I'm just pretty no sure he doesn't
1: studied well there's also math. that injury but that's the but that's the problem Th- that that it's a great what if
0: i don't i don't think that your gms today actually study what is what or
1: well, what are you saying what is what? like
0: that's what i'm saying i'm i'm looking at it like okay like i wouldn't have like if 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 i didn't do this study i wouldn't like i wouldn't have a reason to like i'm sitting here like okay i need this guy this guy that's what i said patrick beverly in my theory, is more productive to the Houston Rockets than Chris Paul is, and you just bring in another guy who can score. You know, because you're point guard. Because you got to remember, once Chris Paul gets it, he's not like he wants to score. He's gonna dribble, 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 and then make a pass to someone sitting in the corner. I mean, it's like it's like the less tigers you have that's sitting in cages being, you know, fed. You know, they're not
1: really that. Aggressive. They're not going to attack.
0: Yeah, they're not really that. They're not really aggressive. They're not like a
1: wild tiger who has to fend for himself. Well, I think you're talking about we we're looking at the East. So guys like Giannis, guys like Kawhi, you need a secondary score. You have your go-to guy, mm-hmm. but you need the guy that can yeah. fill it. So I think Middleton is a great secondary score. I wouldn't make him your your one A sec- guy. But he's
0: a secondary score on a. He's a secondary score, but he's an outside primarily player. Like he just wants to shoot. Jumpers. He doesn't create his own shots. It's not like Greek passes to him and then he gets busy with it. That's not how he works. So he's sitting there waiting for someone to set him up, to. But that's the perfect guy to surround Giannis with. Yeah, but then you got to get rid of a player like Bledsoe. I mean, you can have I Bledsoe. Think Bledsoe's perfect. You for can him. have Bledsoe. Like, Bledsoe's perfect in a sense where you have a defender, a guy who gets into it. He doesn't need to play the point. But you would still want. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at, you know, keeping Bledsoe for that team because he, he is what he is. But if you can find somebody who can do the same thing but hit the open shot when he needs to, then yeah. But, well, cause I but think... as a point guard on that team, he plays his perfect role. He's right. not – He just you know, I just score when I need to. and
1: Yeah, energy guy that you know can finish. He can knock down shots. Because I think if you look at Devin Booker, it's mm-hmm. like, man, if he only had some help. That's that's the scenario that you hate to see guys get into. But like a
0: player like him, you will put him with. Like that would have been great for the Pelicans if they had Cousins. Still. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. But uh, you put him with the Two you, you star have star players. Yeah, you have a different you have a different team. You put him with.
1: No, I think I think you're right. I think with New Orleans, that's the perfect. Or like get, AD to Phoenix, that's that perfect combination.
0: No, no, because.
1: No. AD to
0: Phoenix is just AD and Phoenix. We got Drew Holiday also. Like Drew no, Holiday.
1: AD with, with Booker. Yeah, but you don't have Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a
0: specialty player. You know, that's what he's good at creating shots in half court. Like if you looked at when they were rolling with cousins on the team, they're they're rolling because Holiday is killing right. everybody in the fourth quarter. Because everyone's so focused, because everyone thinks, everyone thinks that your star player is the go to guy. Like, no, he's the star player. He's not the go-to guy. Like, Kevin Garnett, he's the star player. When he really elevated his game and the Timberwolves went to the next level, it was because of Sam Cassell. Mm-hmm. Sam Cassell came in and said, hey, wait a minute. Hey, no, we're going to give it to you the first three quarters. Do your thing. Fourth quarter, I. that's me. This is what I do. That was the only time Sam Cassell at 30-something makes an all-star game, averaging 20. Cause I'm I'm the last five minutes, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, y'all can sit there and pay attention to uh, Kevin Garnett all you want, but I'm a I'm gonna light that ass up.
1: I'm gonna knock down shots.
0: You know, you know who was a bad. I, I don't think it was a bad trade, but if they knew this information, uh-huh. you already have Dame and McCullough, right? Scoring. Mm-hmm. If you keep Altrich with the rest of the team mm-hmm. you have now, woo. Yeah. Eastern Conference, yeah, yeah. I mean, Western Conference Finals every year, but
1: they didn't want to pay him. I... Now they do. You didn't know the theory. <laughs> now they do. I, well, also, I don't know at that point. It's that, too late like, now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's talking about he wants to go. He'd go back for what? For exactly what you're talking about. They caught it's on too late. the theory. It's not too late. It's too late.
0: Why? You're not Game's you're... still in
1: his prime. McCollum's in his prime. He's yeah. not. He's not. Right. But that's
0: what I'm saying. So why am I going to pay him to bring him in when you're? You're not in your prime so i'm going to waste three four years of dame and mccullough's prime for you to come no that's not no like you try to get you try to get anthony davis or you try to see how cousins look you know and try to go after a cousins like that's you you get get a get a younger big man that can really
1: Mm -hmm. yeah if healthy i mean i think that's a great place for him we want to see dame have help we want to see them get better yeah but I mean, that's but they
0: they had a team that is just that some GMs just can't wait. They gotta mm-hmm. they gotta sit I there. I looking for the next best thing, best best Not best yet. thing that does nothing. Yeah. You know, that's what I said. Most of these GMs don't know what they're looking at. You know, they just don't know what they're looking at. They don't know how to build a team around players. Like Washington, my team, mm-hmm. right now you have a big dilemma, and the dilemma is. John Wall and Bill, right? Um, John Wall is a twenty and ten guy. Bill is a natural scorer. So what you end up having is you have a clash between two guys, and that clash is well, John, I don't, I don't need you to, you know, I don't need you to try to set me up and call. My, just give me the ball, let me do what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need you to. But John, I make assists. I, like he's more like the the Chris Paul, a twenty and ten guy. You know, so they can turn into either one. But then you have one guy who's a scorer, like like James Harden is a Chris Paul. That's who Bill is to John Wall. But John Wall right now doesn't know that you actually have to take a back seat in passing and trying to dominate the ball because of Bill a Bill is an actual scorer. You know, so you have, that's what I said. There's, there's you just you got to know how to manipulate your team for success. Like, People think you can just bring these players in and say, "Woo, yeah, these names like Lakers." I will tell you what, because on
1: paper it looks good sometimes, Yeah. Like, right? like but, on, paper, uh, that, on paper that Laker team you're we talking about with Steve Nash and Kobe and Dwight, like, oh, we got all these stars, yeah. know, we're gonna dominate. And that's what LA, LA was certainly excited about. And you know, besides the injuries, it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, same there's thing. A lot of factors: chemistry, style of play, it's just, personality, it's more, egos. It's
0: no, egos, not necessarily egos, because if you had looked at. Um, Miami's team with Gary Payton this and that like um, um, I mean you had Eagles on that team but they didn't clash okay. once you get on the court you know you, you're you alpha male say put this you got Shaq you got Dwayne Young and they're gonna figure that out mm-hmm. it's style of play like you know when I first said to when when Melo was looking for a place and they were like oh Houston and I was like no that doesn't even make, that doesn't even make basketball sense like Yeah, it looks great on paper that you have a three-point shooter, but you have a guy who also is a rhythm player, and that rhythm player needs touches, that rhythm player needs space, that rhythm player needs dribbling. Well, how are you going to do that when you have James Harden who dribbles and shoots, then he gives to Chris Paul who dribbles and pass or dribbles and shoots, then you're the third option. There's not enough time for you to do anything you're doing, so you're just going to be this catch and shoot guy. That's not the place for you. The Lakers was the place for you. Where, yeah, you might not have started at the beginning because, you know, they they want to play the young guys. But at the end of the day, as a coach, you want to win, you know. So you would have been playing in the fourth quarter and the ball in the half court would have been you. That was the Lakers' problem, that they didn't have a go-to guy in the last five minutes. Like, LeBron, that's not his specialty, He's a one through third player, get everybody involved, score when he has to. But in the last four or five minutes, you have to have a guy who, who can create his own shot. And that's and, where Melo would have been perfect for LeBron.
1: And the other thing is trust. A player like LeBron, you need a, a guy that you can defer to that you that trust. You can trust right. that can and hit I,
0: buckets. So I don't know, think he had that in any way. No, but now you got to try to force Ingram to hurry up and mm-hmm. develop faster than he needs to. Like, you know, people put so much pressure on Ingram that he's 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like think about Kobe at 21 Like, l- l- let the young fella like build his confidence up like so you have him then you have you got him trying to be the finisher then you had Kuz trying to be the finisher he's a second year player you know you know l- Zoe that's not his that's not nothing he does you know so you, Rondo that ain't what he does but he's great in the fourth quarter because he knows how to make he knows what to do but you have no finisher
1: in well, they the last relied on fight. LeBron.
0: Yeah, but I mean, but LeBron. And you're saying that's not his strength. But that's not his strength. That's not what he wants to do. That's not, he's not the Kobe. He's not trying to kill you at the end. Like You got to remember, Kobe and Shaq, who's fighting in the last five minutes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Kobe's like, I'm not passing it. This is going to foul you. You're going to sit on the free throw line. You're going to miss the free throw. And then now we're back on defense. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? So you have, you you have, you had a team that didn't have what they needed in the last five minutes. And that's why I was like, Melo should have went there and the Lakers team would have been a whole different team. Like I thought that, you remember when I thought, I, I looked at their team, you know, it was big. You know, you had Lance Stevenson,
1: um, LeBron, Kuz, Ingram. Yeah, a lot of length and defensively Ingram used. and, and be a what's his name? JaVale, that, JaVale. that's your five.
0: That's mm-hmm. your five. You don't need a point guard. LeBron's your point mm-hmm. guard. Why Why we never seen that lineup? Like, LeBron's your point. Let's, Lance Stevenson created his own shot in the half court. I mean, with Lance, you, you, you're, getting a, you're getting a one for one. One great amazing play, one bad fuck-up play. But in the take last, that, fifth, that coin yeah, flip. Yeah, but you take the coin flip with the team you have. But you've never seen that lineup because they figure they need to run offense. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's. It's There's like, a lot to it. I like, wish I could take my brain and give it to them so uh-huh. they can see what basketball really looks like. I've st- I studied the game so much mm-hmm. growing up to figure out what's what, why, why does this person win versus this person? And I remember when Rondo told Chris Paul, "You would never win a championship." I'm like, why would you say that? Oh, he's And then you know you start looking year after year, Chris Paul, and then you start looking at the teams. Like, well, Chris Paul's teams never really. They were. They were show ponies they look great from the outside never under the hood Mm -hmm. good you know you david west is your second best player like that's not that's that's not a wing.
1: that's the clippers never had but as i said that
0: now now when the clipper team on paper woo, you got an exciting you got an exciting team well
1: but they never had a shot creator a three player that no they did Paul Pierce. Jamal Crawford. Oh. Yeah.
0: See, so Jamal plays they, in a fourth quarter.
1: The, they, uh, they brought in Paul Pierce, but it was like, man, you got him way too late in the game. Grant Hill way too late in the game. Yeah, but
0: that's what I said. You bring in, you bring, you have Jamal Crawford, who's your number one mm-hmm. go-to guy when it comes to making shots. And they had Reddick. Right? Uh, uh, Reddick can't make Reddick can't create his own shots. <laughs> right. so, yeah. So when you wanted to do a one-four flat or say, hey, we need Jamal to get a bucket, Crawford. you go to Jamal Crawford. When. Someone should have set Blake down that whole summer and say, Listen, we need you. You're the, you and DJ are probably arguably has the best jumping ability in NBA history on the same team. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't get this type of athleticism and height on the same team. You, we, we have it here. Blake, I don't want you at the three point line. Like, if you're shooting threes and you're doing this dribbling step back as a big man. Thank you. Thank, I appreciate that. I'm not getting fucking dunked on. I'm not getting in foul trouble because you're sitting there like, I remember watching Tim Duncan have five fouls at the beginning of the fourth and didn't foul out. Because Blake is shooting jumpers the whole goddamn game. Like, if Blake puts his back to the basket, you're forced to double. If you're forced to double, that means J.J. Reddit looks amazing. That means DJ looks amazing now. But now... Because they're waiting for Chris Paul to create this thing, now they're sitting at three point line like they're track stars running in for all of you dunks the whole time. On paper, you look great. Under the hood, horrible. It's a, it's a, you got a horrible team.
1: Or you come up short in the playoffs.
0: But that, but because you got a horrible team, because when it counts, you when can't you built the your team. Yeah. It, yeah, you didn't think of that. You, stuff. Bu- you built, you it built it for built it looks. It for, yeah, it was fun. It, it, it looked great on paper, was a, it but looked then great. we get to
1: crunch time in the playoffs. That's what it's all about. Now you, got, you you, to... now
0: you got somebody like, and you wonder why Memphis was beating them all the time. Because you have the defensive player, mm-hmm. Tony Allen, picking Chris Paul up full court. Picking him up full court, mm-hmm. getting him tired. Now, now Chris Paul has to create all this offense boop, 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 for everyone else. Then you got Conley sitting there running him through pick and, <laughs> pick and rolls. Pick and rolls, pick and rolls, pick and rolls, pick and rolls, pick and rolls. At, in the fourth quarter, Chris Paul ain't got nothing for you. Now, when you sit there and give it to Blake or De- they don't know what to do. Like now, we're waiting for our, we waiting for the the, the gatekeeper to uh, defeat us. We don't want to, we don't want <laughs> we we don't want to hunt. Got to go through him. Yeah, we got to go through. We want to go through Chris Paul so we can get the little highlight dunks and this mm-hmm. and this. And that's what ends up happening. That they run you run Chris Paul dry, pick him up full court, run him through pick and rolls, and he don't have the the the, the energy to play four, five, seven games at that great pace. So this year is kind of interesting. I want to see what happens um, with them because this, because they, they're, they're jumping into a theory that, you know, it's like, eh, I want to see what happens. Cause you got, you got your, you got your score as a point guard. You do defer. You do defer as a point guard. You're not averaging 10, 15 like you can and you're deferring. So I want to see, like, you know, that, that's one team. I, I want to see what happens. Like, I wouldn't put no money on them because my theory, mm-hmm. but I just still want to see what happens.
1: I still want to see what happens. It's like uh, you're, you're sipping your tea. Yeah. I just want to, oh, like, I'm, I'm interested. could be good. You know. Yeah. And we'll, we'll learn. We'll find yeah. out. But in the East. And we have your theory. Yeah. And we'll find out if this supports your theory. hmm
0: I mean, it's supported for 28 years. Yeah. 20 year, <laughs> 28, 28
1: years of evidence. 28 years. So like 28
0: years, if I had to peer, pick up one of those two point guards, and I see one guy's
1: averaging 10 assists. I'm... Okay, so if this works, and next year you're an NBA GM, we'll know why. Started here. Started here. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we here. <laughs> yep.
0: All right. Like, I, you know what's so funny? Like with the Lakers, you know, they don't have a, an assistant GM right now. So you got Magic and Palenka. Oh, you put
1: your application out there?
0: You got you got Magic and Palenka. And, I mean, you have this summer, who's up? Uh, you can give, what's the name an extension? Ingram. As a GM, if I'm GM, I'm not giving him extension. Like his extension is, you know, 130, 140, you know. I personally wouldn't give it to him not because he's not talented. I'm keeping him for damn sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not paying him because I can I don't need to pay him right now. I can use that money to grab one of these other players and then pay Ingram next summer. You know, yeah, it might cost me more because we'll be winning, he can possibly be an All-Star or whatever, you know, averaging 22, 23. Yeah, he might cost me 180, but I'm the Lakers. I print money.
1: Sure. If you're winning, then you'll. <laughs> if I, you'll you know, you're sign the Lakers. You're printing
0: money, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign him
1: right now because I need that money to go get three or four other players. Well, guess what? They're gonna have a high draft pick. Could be John Morant. Could be RJ Barrett. If
0: if if LeBron has any say so, he'd probably go after RJ. Okay. It depends on what they're gonna do with though. It depends if, mm-hmm. you know, you're keeping Zoe or you're trading Zoe. But, I mean, at this point, like, Zoe and LeBron, unless Zoe says, you know what, I'm a two-man, I'm going to work on my two-man skills, in the fourth quarter you're just, you're dead weight. You're dead weight because you're not a You, He needs someone who can just go get baskets. He doesn't need a point guard. He doesn't need to dribble and create the team collapse. He's mm-hmm. passing you and you sitting there dribbling and trying to pass it to Kuzma or Ingram. You know,
1: well, fixing the Lakers, I feel like, is its own episode. Maybe it could be. We can get you just gotta know what you,
0: you just gotta know what the fuck you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You gotta know what you're that's you that's GM Arenas. At. Oh, you gotta know what you look like. Josh was it Josh Hart?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, him and LeBron would have been better together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I agree. One guy's a shooter,
1: scorer. That's just do you. Just fuck that. We'll find out next season. Yeah. yeah. This summer. This summer. This summer. All right. <laughs>